proof reality is logical. Reality is logical. Because it is logical, there is no way to argue, logically, that it is not. Arguments against this claim are founded on emotion. Other than logic, the only ontological foundation is emotion. What we think of as reality is the concepts we use to describe and talk about reality. We only know reality in terms of the concepts we use to describe reality. We are forced to think in a certain way about reality. This way is logical. The logical way of thinking, the way of thinking that makes sense to us, is logical, and logic defines the reality that is provable or verifiable. We cannot logically prove a non-logical reality exists. The very idea of a non-logical reality does not make sense. We cannot conceive of things that defy logical thought. There is no way to separate out what we think with, our concepts, from what we think about reality. The message, in this sense, is the medium, to paraphrase Marshall McLuhan. Social problems exist in reality because mankind commits logical errors in how we think about reality. Many of our ideas about reality are inconsistent and even contradictory. Philosophy is the key to understanding and solving the problems of physical reality. Not science. Logical errors in our thinking translate into real-life problems. No amount of experimentation will culminate in humanity understanding logic. When mankind learns to solve his epistemological errors, we will discover our social problems have been vanquished. A logical person thinks to eliminate irrationality in his thinking. Our focus as rational human beings ought to be on identifying incoherent ideas. Ideas that conflict with their premise or assumptions or constitute oxymorons. Children think in ways adults known as faulty. Adults know the outcome will not be as the child assumes. The child has not factored in all possible inputs and so all possible outcomes are not considered. All too often as adults we make assumptions that appear plausible and attractive but are not based on a strong logical foundation. We come to conclusions based on emotion rather than reason. If anything appears more natural and real than physical reality, it is our own place in it. What is more obvious and clearer and more certain than the physical solidity and material reliability of the universe and us at the center of it? We have five senses through which we see, feel, hear, taste and smell the universe. We are here and the universe literally impinges itself upon our brain. But this physical reality is nothing but physical sensations felt by the flesh, then transferred to our physical brain by means of electrical impulses, which are really part of a myriad of physiological processes that make up our physical selves. None of this is real beyond our observation of it and our observation of us observing our observation. This is the ultimate in circular reasoning and confirmation bias. We cannot be anywhere but at the center of our physical universe. But where are we as we observe ourselves? Where is the mind located? 
Reality cannot be in the brain and the brain cannot be in reality. That much is certain. The most obvious truth is the least plausible fact. The more we look at phenomenological reality the less real it becomes. From a strong slap on the table to the weak nuclear forces is not a long journey, but the landscape changes far more than anyone could ever imagine. We know 2 plus 2 is equal to 4. We know if A greater than C and C greater than B then A greater than B. This is logical, it is analytical. We understand logic, it makes sense. It never changes. It is always absolutely true and certain. What is truer and more reliable than logic, what you see or what you think? If our thoughts cannot be put into a logical framework, we are talking about emotion. Those are the choices. We respond logically or emotionally. The material world is a world of emotion, not logic. We hit the desk and feel it. This is emotion, not logic. All our sense impressions are physiological and therefore emotional in content. They have nothing to do with logic. Logic happens in the mind and emotion in the brain. There is really only one fundamental question we ought to occupy ourselves with. Are we thinking logically or emotionally? What does it matter, we might ask, if we think reality is physical? The answer is contained in if we think it matters if we are logical persons or emotional. A priori predicts the world is not physical. The world is a logical construct governed by logical rules of syntax. Secularists may believe this is being argumentative and troublesome for no reason. What can it hurt to be a phenomenologist and conceive of the world as the brain experiences it? The physical world has no room for God or for moral principles. The physical world is not grounded in logic. Perhaps we see no need for God. Secularists think mankind can figure out what is right and wrong, apart from logic, apart from the absolutes of morality. Secularists think what feels good is good. This division between empaths and a priorians is the key to understanding the world. The division between these two groups of persons is deep enough to create two races. There is a logical, analytical and spiritual race and one that is phenomenological, physical and assured of its own ability to discern the truth. Without logic there is no truth. Apart from logic there are only opinions grounded in emotional experiences. Truth exists independent of human beings or human can only ascertain what is true by means of the physical senses and our emotional reaction to them. This is not a problem that is capable of being overstated. One would wish the fact that some people are governed by emotion and we find other people embrace logic would be proof that the division into two races is a true depiction of our situation. But people have a tendency to not look at what they do not wish to see. So we have people governed by emotion resorting to war to prove what they feel has the greater validity. Physical reality is causal.
Energy is just another name for force. Secularists can make whatever rules and laws they wish, but without the force needed to enforce the law, all they are left with is frustrated emotion. Some things can be settled by debate, other things require a serious argument, still other things need some pushing and shoving. More serious disagreements mean fistfights and perhaps gun and knife fights, even war. The more far-reaching and deep the division and the greater the impact the issue has, the more people who become involved. The more emotions rise, the more violence that is used, until we move through mob violence to war. Secularism is based on two assumptions no one agrees with. But secularists are forced to support them in practice. Secularists embrace a double doctrine. It is the proposition that might makes right, and the end justifies the means. As said, secularists will deny they think these propositions are true, but argue with them long enough, and they are likely to punch you in the nose or shoot you in the face, to prove their point. It is their emotions that make atheists resort to violence even when they intellectually deny they believe in violence. The U.S. is the most violent of nations because it is an emotional nation. The nation was born in bloodshed, came of age in bloodshed, and has consistently proved its right to exist by bombing all those who disagree into submission. These are emotional reactions and were highly charged in nationalism and narcissism. Despite their superficial Christianity, the United States is a supremely secular nation. The United States above all nations is Darwinian. The fastest draw, the strongest hitter, the most ruthless capitalist, the biggest con. The victor in whatever category using whatever means were available, these make up the heroes of the United States. Only the United States makes criminals and gangsters into national heroes. Poor people, weak people, considerate people are marks and losers. This is not a logical problem, it is an emotional one. Losers are looked upon in a negative way. They are associated with negative emotions. What speaks more of the hypocrisy and duplicity of capitalism than people who invest and reinvest their capital in creating monetary gains at any cost, whilst promoting the idea of nationalism? Capitalists push unlimited amounts of consumer goods on their fellow citizens while preaching the virtue of delayed gratification? The American dream reeks of arrogant disdain for the common man. What could be more dismissive of humanity than marketing candy and fast food? When winning is all that matters and emotion governs the decision-making process, principles become unaffordable luxuries. Capitalism is a junkie hooked on profits. Making money provides capitalists with a euphoric, adrenaline rush. Capitalism cannot solve unemployment when large numbers of unemployed persons mean a weak and compliant labor force. Why would the capitalist system eliminate debt when to eliminate debt would mean fewer sales and therefore lower profits? Profits are emotionally rewarding but it makes more sense to create value. They are not the same thing. Even war is a way to preserve, as best we can, things we value.
But even in war some people try to profit off of war. Profits are made by spending less than one earns. There are ways of doing this that does not generate value. Profit is value tied solely to money. Values are determined solely by the market. However, value is a purely human invention. There is nothing in nature with any value. The value we see attached to the natural world has been put there by human beings. This suggests that if value is a synonym for what we think is good, then waste is bad. To waste is to degrade value. But destroying a building creates value and destroys value depending on the purpose of the destruction. Nothing in nature says destroying a building is good or bad. This is a totally human decision based on totally human thinking. Logic tells us we must create value and stop wasting. But we can only do this logically. The waste in value must be quantified. We ought not to allocate based on our emotional reaction to an event. Reality is not good or bad. Nature has no value. What is physical does not have negative or positive value unless we value nature. Wind, water, air, minerals, and so on are concepts. We add value to them by our modification of them. We give the wind value when we harness it. The same for all of nature. Nothing in nature decides if it will have more or less value. The things we do determine the values in nature. But value is not an individual determination. As individuals, we must be accountable to others for what we do and the costs we create if we are to act logically. It is the market, the choices of others, that determine if we waste or if our work produces valuable goods and services. In a market, we cannot force others to value what we do. The market cannot force us to value what others do if the things being done does not make our own life better. This is why the free market is important to logical persons and why socialism always creates waste. Socialism is the expression of emotion over logic. The state exists to channel emotion. By means of the market, we value what we are willing to pay for. The willingness to pay is the definition of value. If we are not prepared to give up something to get what we want, what is offered has no value to us.